From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling on a Sunday, December 10th, 2023. You know, uh, Danny Flucka, when this matchup first happened, week 14, Texans-Jets, man, this is Aaron Rodgers for a playoff spot, key seating. Texans rebuilding C.J. Stroud. This is his year to learn. Uh, it's actually the reverse. This is just nuts. <laughs> the way he's played in this rookie year and being in the building last week, I cannot tell you the, the amount of frustration that there is among Jet fans. Tricky spot for the Texans. 
for a lot of different reasons, and if the Jets' defense cannot quit and get some sort of hope from their offense, I think that they have the opportunity to, to win this game. You know, it might be as simple as just getting a touchdown early in the game. Seriously, we have had, we we have two touchdowns in our last five games. Screw this city. 
screw this team, screw these coaches. I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to play ball, and I'm going to do everything in my power to win this game. Because at the end of this year, I'll say bye. I won't see these guys again. After that, they can deal with everything else. But i got to go out there, and i got to show people in this organization, in the NFL, that I am still capable of doing things at a high level. I don't know if he has that. I don't know if he has that. Like everyone says now, that dog in him. I don't know if he's a gamer. I don't know if he is ever going to be anything other than what he is right now. But if there's any ounce of that in him today, he needs to show it. Otherwise, I think this this season will be the last time we ever see Zach Wilson on a football field. And I think Britt Rippon may be the quarterback next week uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and he was so good when he played uh, against the Packers earlier this year, too, right? Like, it's just... Zach Wilson, I never liked him coming out of college. I didn't think he was the right fit for the city. Yeah, you've been saying it for years. And, and, you know, unfortunately, they, they're, they're stuck with him. But as an athlete, as a competitor, you, want, you should want to go out there and prove yourself. He may just not have that bone in his body, and that's fine. But that's going to be the last that we see of him. Danny Flecker with us here on Teeing It Up. Uh, impact games today. There's a bunch. I want to go to Jacksonville, Cleveland. You have turned your ankle. What is Trevor Lawrence uh, 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 trying to do here? And or will they change, change the uh, play calls to fit him? Because this seems like off, off of what looked like, what looked like a brutal ankle turn. Starting, you know, the next week does not, I was not saying I was expecting. Uh, this is an interesting twist uh, for this Jaguar team trying to make a run. If he steps out on this field today, the Jaguars are screwed. <laughs> uh, there, there's no other way for me to put it, you know. An ankle sprain is two to four weeks minimum. And even then, you're still not good. Um, I don't care what kind of treatment he's been getting. I don't care what kind of play calls they call. The guy's not not going to be able to move. And it's not so much like his ability to throw the ball. It's the ability to make those snap decisions when you have to get yourself out of trouble. The weight that you put on your foot, the, the way you turn it, you know, it would be such a disservice to him and to the team to put him out there. He's looking at at least three weeks. And if he comes back next week, I would be very, very surprised. Um, but this is the NFL. This is what happens. Nobody wants to get hurt, but you get hurt. And I just think if he steps foot on that field against this type of defense where you know exactly what's wrong with him, it's going to be an absolute disaster. So... I'd be surprised if we see him in the next two weeks, maybe in three weeks, he's able to get back out there. But, you know, if you're the Jaguars, you got to just figure out, let's put one more game, one or two more games here, figure it out, get into the playoffs. But, again, like, this is just – that's not a type of injury that I would ever feel comfortable going on the field in after one week, not even one week, six days. Um, it's just not – 
I believe he's active. Yes, yes, he he will start. It, it, it's official. He's starting. He is starting. Oh, we'll see. I mean, he can make me eat my words, but I, I just don't see how it's going to be successful. He's probably going to be in a shotgun a lot, uh, like a Joe Burrow type situation, right, that we saw earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not going to be pretty. No, I can... Uh... I can see that as well. Not not a pretty situation. A couple of four o'clock games of real intrigue. Um, Seattle, San Francisco. It seems like San Francisco is hitting their stride. Watch out, Seattle would be the way that I would, would be looking at things. Yeah, apparently Geno Smith is not going to play today either. Um, it's this is one of those games if you're San Francisco. It's like let's get this done early. Let's cruise. You know, who cares how much we win by, but let's put this game out of hand as quickly as possible. Let's relax. They had a very emotional week last week uh, going into Philadelphia. You know, they, they were waiting for that game. They put everything I think they could into that game. Um, don't be surprised if they're a little sloppy early on as they try to kind of recalibrate themselves a little bit for this game. But they're the better team. It's the name of the game for them today is, you know, let's – Get out of this game unscathed. Let's play a clean game and let's start to focus on you know clinching that number one seed for them. Uh, there's no reason why they should be stressing this game, but you know I do think they'll be a little sloppy early on, just considering all the emotion that they poured into Philadelphia last week. Yes, um, and it's a it's officially a game time decision, literally a game time decision. We'll see how how long they. They uh, string this out, but um, it is very interesting that they're going that far. Then we have Bills, Chiefs. Maybe Tara Swift will be there. Maybe she won't. But this is a Bills team. You've got the Sean McDermott um, issue with the 2018 meeting where he invoked 9, where he invoked 9/11, uh, which you should never do. You've got Kansas City trying to get back on that stride and trying to develop a full-time receiver for Patrick Mahomes and just have another target um, other than uh, Travis Kelsey. It's again going to a lot of the country on CBS. To me, this game, Danny Flecka, feels like a game that Kansas City should win by a nice margin, and they just hang around, hang around, hang around. Sorry, Buffalo hangs around, hangs around, hangs around. And here we are. The, the, the Lions is is Kansas City won. Both teams need that win. I just feel like this is a game that, as I said, Kansas City should win uh, swimmingly, but they won't. I, I have no faith in Kansas City right now. Um... I like the Packers last week. Won a lot of money going against the Chiefs. I am worried about their ability to be consistent enough on offense. Um, and like you mentioned, they let teams hang around, hang around, hang around. Um, you know, we can talk, you can say what you want about the officiating last week. They got a nice, uh, they got a nice rock in the passer call last week that nobody brings up. Um, you know, that, that they should never have gotten that extended that drive for them. I think they're just too predictable right now. 
Kelsey looks a step slower this year for whatever reason. Again, he had an ankle injury early on. Don't know if that ever fully got him back to 100%. Uh, the lack of a playmaker on the outside, you know, has forced Mahomes to hold on to the ball a little bit more, scramble. Uh, you know, he's not taking sacks, which is a good thing, but nothing seems to be on rhythm for them. On defense, they, they've had some issues with their linebackers and, and uh, you know, gets, I think they get one of them back today, but you know, last week the communication on the back end wasn't strong. You know, I'm not counting out the Chiefs at all, but I just don't think that they are this 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 uh, you know automatic team anymore. Not until they figure things out, like offensively, you know, who's going to be able to do that? And even if they do it for today, I don't trust that it's consistent enough to handle the rest of the season. So Buffalo. Yeah, the, the drama with the comments that were made. You know, somebody had to leak that to them. I mean, that this story happened four and a half, five years ago. So somebody has it out there for them. But I like the way they played in Philadelphia. I like the way their offense has looked. They've had success playing against the Chiefs, you know, defensively. For me, the, the Bills are that one team that I look at and say, if this team doesn't make the playoffs, it's going to be pretty boring uh, for us as fans because you want the best the best quarterbacks in there and given yeah. everything we've seen this year, you know, you really need Josh Allen to kind of pull his team and drag them in there. I think the Bills that are playing as if the playoffs start today. Um, so I expect their best effort. I expect them to win this game. It really doesn't get any easier for them, even after this, but I do think that they are going to be able to go in there. They reset after the bye. Kansas City's coming off a tough stretch themselves. You know, how how, how worn down may they be, uh, given everything that they've, they've gone through the last couple of weeks, you know, with the Eagles game and then the Packers game last week. This could just be one of those spots that we're seeing a team come off a bye, better rested, understands what the objectives are and are able to go out there and execute. So uh, I think the Bills win today. They need it more than the Chiefs do. Which leaves us with Philly-Dallas, um, a, 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 a rivalry game that you've got Jake Elliott who can hit from uh, wherever, and then a Cowboy team that, um, look, when when – when they can get defensive runs on you, there is uh, it, it. It makes you think when their defense is in and is as in sync as their offense. Um, it's a big time game. I think we might be seeing this game again sometime in the playoffs um, later. The Cowboys are the five seed right now. Phillies the one. Break this thing down. so predictable from the Eagles that <laughs> I, I feel like if you were blind, you still would have seen it. <laughs> this team has been running water for the last four or five weeks. They relied on some spectacular you know, plays in order for them to pull out some victories like they did against the Bills, like they did against the Chiefs. I think I saw something that, you know, the last four or five games, the Eagles have been outgained by an average of 100 yards in those games. But yet, today I think they win this game. 
everything on, on paper says Dallas is the better team. Their offense has been exploding. They've been scoring points. Their defense has you know played well. But last week's game against Seattle really raised my suspicions of what this defense actually is. They like to beat up on bad teams. When they have better teams that they play against, it could be a little bit more difficult. Uh, and, and Seattle's not good, but they had a variety of pass catchers that put some stress on that defense. And Philadelphia has that. I, I think Philadelphia is going to get into the type of game plan where they're going to do quick, quick, quick stuff, try to force this, a defense that plays aggressive to begin with to start to cheat and look to take things over the top with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Defensively, Philadelphia worries me a little bit. But I have to think that after being embarrassed last week, that they're going to come out and be aggressive this week. Uh, you know, I, I expect the game to be back and forth, back and forth. It really comes down to which quarterback to me makes the big mistake. Dak has had a propensity for that. You know, he hasn't done it lately, but... I'm going against the grain in this one. I just think this is one of those games that if you're Philadelphia after last week's embarrassment, it's gut check time, right? So if you lose this game, the vision's up for grabs, number one seat's up for grabs, and there's no guarantee that you're going to get it. But you look at what Philadelphia has after this, they play the Giants twice, they have some relatively easier games ahead. So if they can put everything they can into this game, they should be able to win it. So I'm leading Philadelphia today. I'm going against the grain. You know, I faded them last week. I'm taking them this week. I just think it's one of those games where they're going to rally around Jalen Hurts and use their offensive skill set. I think they're going to play faster. I think they're going to be more aggressive. And I think they're going to be able to keep Dallas on their on their toes uh, defensively. And I, again, I don't think that Dallas defense is as good as their numbers say they are. How good are you? Games like this will define you and uh, help help jeez help, help determine how good you are both in the regular season and then in, in, in the playoffs. Uh, Daniel Fleckel with us here on teeing it up. Is there anything else you wanted to add, either about officiating or anything else? A report came out last night. I laughed. I mean, we've been, well, I've been saying it for years. The first game of the season was like automatically where you should have been like, what the hell is going on here? Um, how can people on their couch see a, a guy lining up off sides 90% of the snaps and then not throw the flag once? It goes back to, you know, what's, what's the goal of the officials? Is their job to maintain you know, order in the game or to officiate the game. A lot of times these referees, you know, one of the things I hate watching the game is when they throw a flag, they talk about it for 10 minutes, and they're like, oh, we're picking up the flag. But why the hell did you throw the flag in the first place? You obviously saw something. Or when they let a play happen or stop, and they're like, oh, you know, we're just going to replay figure this one out. Alright, we'll let someone throw the challenge flag or, you know, we'll just bring it up for review. There's no conviction in the officiating. It's, it's all just 
happy chance. And I also think when you watch these games, like depending on the team, officials favor maybe subconsciously certain teams. Like again, like we talked, we brought up Patrick Mahomes last week. That that roughing the passer call they called on him, or that you know out of bounds. Like, that was two feet in bounds. If it's Patrick, if it's not Patrick Mahomes, do they call that? Probably not. You know, so it's. I'd like to just see more conviction, whether they're right or wrong. Just have more conviction in what it is that you're calling, and be more confident of the calls that you're making. But this is an off-season issue for the NFL. They, they've got to really like figure out how they want their 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 referees to to be moving forward. You know, there's always another talk about making them full time. You know, the NFL has money for that. What the hell are you waiting for? Um, you know, it, it, again, it goes back. Do you want better officiated games or the, the owners have more money in their pockets? The, the, and, and the one that I point to as well is when you and I watched some playoff games last year, the amount of false starts that never got called. Yeah, it's just, you have eight guys out there in the field and you're telling me not one guy can see that? Yeah. It's just, you know, if the officiating continues to go this way, you as an owner or a fan, you can't sit back and be like, oh, well, it's the ref's fault. It's because the NFL knows it's a problem. They're not doing anything about it. You know, blame blame the league offices. You know, blame the owners. Blame the people that are so reluctant to have a more consistent guideline and employee, you know, uh, pool rather than, uh, you know, the referees. It is problematic for sure. We'll see how it plays out in some big spots today. Danny Flecker, thank you for joining us on Teeing It Up. No problem, man. Have a good one. You got it, and enjoy your day, everybody.